0: Welcome to another episode, I am V and this is The Sussex Set. Yes, I am back. I know a lot of y'all were like, where the hell did she go? Uh, I'm here. (laughs) Uh, But yes, I'm happy to be back. So as some of you guys may or may not know, especially if you're on on Twitter, you probably see me there most of the time because that's where I am most of the time if I'm on social media, um, my sister actually got sick with COVID. So I had to take, take a good amount of time off. Um, I actually had to leave the state and kind of go help her and, and just kind of get her back into health. She was actually in the hospital for like two weeks. Um, so that was definitely sort of a sudden type of thing. I had to take time off work and, and stuff like that, which is what we do. Um, And then after that, I got home and I I just kind of had to readjust mentally and emotionally. So I just definitely had to take some time for myself. But the good news in all of that is that, I mean, Harry and Meghan haven't really been doing a whole lot. They have recently, obviously. But um, they, you know, maternity leave. You know, I thought they said they were going to take like 20 weeks. Um, And for the most part, before the Time magazine thing was was just you know a couple of weeks ago they hadn't really been uh super visible but by all appearances our faves are really back into full swing and you know what coincidentally so am i so uh thank you guys for for hanging with me and and also for tuning in and also the best news in all of that is that my sister is doing so much better than than she was i would say even just this time last month And, you know, I, I even posted about it on Twitter, which is not something I I really do a whole lot of, you know, I I tend to keep a lot of personal stuff, just very, just keep that super separate. You know, I I sort of compartmentalize that a little bit, but um, we were really scared for there uh, for a minute there. So. Um, you know, I petition for you guys' good thoughts and wishes and prayers, and you guys really um, touched me with that one. I know a lot of us have really sort of been going through that. I'm, I'm even seeing posts from um, squaddies uh, whose parents and um, other relatives have, you know, also been in a similar situation even just recently. And uh, that's one of the things that is probably the most special to me about Sussex Squad is that it really is a community feel, and um, you guys have really just touched me. You know, because that was what I needed the most when there were days when it just didn't seem like anything, any sort of hopeful news was coming out. And, and you know, with COVID, you can't really be there with your loved one uh, in most cases. So that that really touched me, and I I really thank you. I didn't really get the chance to thank all of you guys, so thank you for that. And you know, my sister thank thanks you guys as well. My family thanks you guys and um you know that's just again that's just what we do community and it really does make all the difference when you have it and when you need it and it's there for you so uh my sister was actually partially vaccinated and we think that that's something that you know helped her in the long run or will help her in the long run as well uh but you know just kind of like right on subject we're going to be seeing Harry and Megan this weekend um you know, as they continue to talk about the importance of vaccine equity around the world. Uh, But just on that topic, most of y'all are probably vaccinated, but if you're not, get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. I've been fully vaccinated since early May, Uh, but a lot of people, uh, it seems like more people have gotten vaccinated even just within the last, you know, two months or so, you know, with the, the Delta strain outbreak that's been happening here. But If you're vaccinated and you have loved ones that are not vaccinated or, you know, fully vaccinated or they think just one shot will do or what have you, um, really, really try to convince them to get vaccinated, you know, because that's really the only way we're going to beat this. And um, there's there's just no sense in in us continuing to lose the loved ones and, and be fearful that we will lose them. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but just if anybody is even just on the fence, please get vaccinated. And convince your loved ones to get vaccinated too. Because that that really makes a difference between life and death in the vast majority of cases. So a hearty thank you to all of you guys. Just once again, you have no idea how, how much that meant to me. So on to some really, really, really great news. Our faves are back. I don't necessarily know if this means that their maternity leave is done. And then, you know, once the Vax Live is over, That, you know, they're going to be doing other things, just being out and about? Probably not. But we don't know. Maybe. However, they are feeding the squad this week. You hear me? They're feeding us this weekend. And I just got to say, I'm grateful. Now, we knew they were going to do the Global Citizens Festival. But I didn't know that they were going to give us two days of engagements, which is which is great i love that i have so many thoughts and opinions about just that so does everybody else apparently especially the goons in the in in england in the british press particularly but um i'm loving every bit of it i know y'all are too and just again a reminder If you want to engage with most people in the squad, you got to do it on Twitter because I don't really post everywhere else regularly, but I'm having the time of my life over there. So join us if you haven't. So day one of Harry and Meghan hit New York City streets tour, because that's, you know what, I'm going to call it what it is. It's a royal tour. Yeah. Mm hmm. Show list on day one of the new york royal tour we see <laughs> we see harry and megan at the uh one world trade center we, we see them with the you know mayor and the first lady and their son um as well as the governor roll that red carpet right on that showed it showed it and here's why i'm calling it a royal tour It's for the same reason the British press is having a heart attack about it. It's because they know, and we know, you know, New York City media knows, which is pretty much like sort of national media. I mean, because all of the media headquarters, NBC, ABC, CNN, CBS, they're all headquartered in New York City. So even the local reporters and or journalists are their colleagues hello um we know that harry and megan are the only royals that matter outside of the queen they're the only ones folks want to hear about folks want to see about read an article about watch a tiktok about see a little news report about it just is what it is listen we didn't make the rules but the rules are the rules and you abide by them. That's why every other article on the Daily Mail website, as soon as you see one site of Meghan, especially this weekend, everything is about the Sussexes. You're abiding by the rules. Who gets the attention? The royals over here. And as far as America goes, I mean, they are the royal family. Because they're our royals and they're the ones that we rep, you feel me? So it's their bitter reluctance to accept these hard facts that has the British media in such a tailspin. And, you know, to some degree... Americans just don't care. (laughs) Like we don't care about what you guys say are the rules for how to cover royals. We're going to cover who we want to cover. We're going to cover the, especially Prince Harry because Prince Harry is, he's a prince. He's like a literal prince. You can say they can't use the word royal, but we can. As a matter of fact, I went to a local New York City. I believe it was like an ABC station. They covered Harry and Meghan's I'm just going to call them engagements. And they called it a royal visit. And so, you know, it just kind of is what it is. So they're having, they're having a, a little bit of a meltdown about that. We know, we know the haters are going to have a meltdown. And I love it for them. So they went to the museum, I believe. Yeah, they, they were definitely in the museum because a lot of uh, the pictures look familiar From like when they were inside and then of course they went to the uh I believe they're called the footsteps where the buildings were if you haven't been there um I definitely recommend going it's a very solemn place it's kind of mind-blowing when you go there and you just see how big the buildings were that stood where those two holes are and you see the water sort of pouring into um the footprints and I mean, it's very solemn. It's a beautiful place. You know, the museum, I believe it's, at least when I lived there, it was free on Fridays. So just if you get the chance to go, definitely go. Um, Definitely, there's no bottom for the British media who somehow finds a way to turn. That visit after Harry and Meghan just printed all of the names that they also just looked at, because it's, you know, on the edge of each of the, the footprints, um all the victims of 9-11 they printed all of those names every single victim of 9-11 that passed because there were many many victims but that passed away on that day they printed them on their website but leave it to you know the british media to go ahead and make a make a thing out of it um never mind that when wop and bop as i'm <laughs> i've been calling them lately Uh, As when they went there, you know, that everybody was just so supportive and and glad. I don't think anything should be made out of it. It just should be, you know, people paying their respects. But those two things were among the first things that they did there in New York. I'm not sure that anything that they did after they left uh, One World Trade Center was like public. I think they went out to dinner. But about the fact that Harry and Meghan, they met with the governor and they met with the mayor of New York City. That tells you right there. I mean, and New York City is I mean, I guess it won't say the biggest, but it's the most populous city in America. Girl, what? Like the fact that they can that they can have two leaders. Cuz really you could say that they're national leaders cuz if something happens to New York again or something like that, then it's kind of like how we hate the guy now, but how Rudy Giuliani I mean, everybody supported him because he had a lot on his hands. So, I mean, that's the that's the office that Bill de Blasio is occupying. I mean, they really rolled out the red carpet for Harry and Meghan. And really only other heads of state can kind of get that. The governor, her residence is in Albany, is it? New York, that's the capital of New York. But she came to New York City, you feel me? Now, I know there's a lot of other things going on and maybe she's there for the Vax. uh, I keep calling it Vax Live, but for the Global Citizens Festival, too, or to take part in that, because that's such an important thing. But don't be mad that Harry and Meghan can have some of the most powerful people in the world at their side. Like the girls are really hot about that. (laughs) And like, I'm sorry for you. And like while everybody's writing their think pieces on how this is a faux royal tour and, you know, what was the purpose of that engagement and what do they think they're doing? Like you are basically give, I don't care how you frame it, you know, whether you're trying to frame it as a hater or you're just, you know, writing about what's happening, you're supporting Harry and Meghan and you are proving the point. You are proving the point that they matter more than the, the, the folks you claim to be real royals. They just matter more. They can get more done. And they do, in fact, get more done. They get more done just by showing up, right? Because the attention is on them and they know what to do with that attention. And over here in this nation of 332 million people, the vast majority of that attention is positive or at least unbiased and y'all can't stand it and that is going to continue to be your problem now let me go ahead and also give a shout out to all of the sussex squad (laughs) that showed up to uh cheer harry and megan and and just just even like get a glimpse of them i i love that for y'all like if i was still living there you best believe i would have been right there with you but I, I could hear the, you know, we love you and, you know, you look good, girl, and all of that. And I could tell that it oh no, that's Sussex Squad for real. So I mean y'all are lucky, <laughs> but y'all are also writers. So um good for y'all that y'all got to see them and not just see them, but like show your support for them in person. Like that that's pretty cool. So um I'm thrilled for y'all. So Every time I see one of those tweets or a new video or a TikTok, I'm sharing it just because I'm like, those are my those are my people. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> those are my people right there. You feel me? Um, and I, I think Harry and Megan, you know, because they are so used to seeing people maybe not here lately, but like, you know, on their for lack of a better word, like walkabout, um, seeing all kinds of people. They know which ones are their ride or dies, you feel me? <laughs> so I'm glad that y'all got to be in that position. Megan, family! You look so beautiful, girl! I love you, girl! And of course, Megan looked amazing. I mean, I didn't realize how much I missed her face until I saw her yesterday. Like, all facts um she looked just amazing and Megan has this way of pulling off this I call it the basic instinct look I first noticed this with Megan and and this is also where and I kind of talked about this on the podcast previously where she also channels uh Carolyn Bessette who was the wife of JFK Jr and they they died in that plane crash like you know over 20 years ago Um, and Megan has gone on the record to say that she does, you know, see her as fashion inspiration, but it's sort of in the same line. so Sharon Stone is in this movie, Basic Instinct, and she's, um, she's wearing this like white sleeveless dress with a coat though. Um, and Megan, I first saw that when she was pregnant. And she went on an engagement in England, but she had on all white and she had, I believe it was like an H&M dress or it was it was a dress that I remember people writing about it and saying it, it wasn't all that expensive. It was super affordable. And it came down to her knee. And I can't remember whether she had her hair pulled back or not, but it just gave me very much Sharon Stone, just very clean, you know, simple, but so chic type fashion and then she's really channeling that at least for the first day in new york she really did uh you know with the middle part the hair in the super neat tight bun and then you know the coat with the simple lines you know she she will rock a turtleneck and i think it's the turtleneck because i think it was a turtleneck dress that she had on in the movie but it's just i'm gonna see if i can find it but she was in this super white clean cut um sort of outfit And she just looked like a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? That was Sharon Stone in her prime. And Megan just has a way of channeling this very clean looks. And she really did that. She did that. Mama did that. Um, Harry always looks great. You know, Uh, like I said on Twitter, y'all got me zooming into the man's shoes every time I see him on (laughs) doing anything. Just to see what his shoes are looking like. But um, coat sold out immediately, you know. Um of course people are saying, well, it's it's 80 degrees. Why is it why is she wearing a coat? Well, first of all, ain't no way it was no 80 degrees in autumn in New York in the morning. It just uh, it just don't fly. It just don't pass the smell test. It probably didn't even reach 80 degrees the whole day in New York. And certainly not in the morning she can wear her coat cuz she looks good in the coat and and she knows it. Um and she, she just looks fly with her wide leg trousers as well. And we see other folks just suddenly wearing wide leg trousers. <laughs> so pathetic. Um, but she looked great. And then she actually did do a couple of things that I just happened to forget about. Of course, she went to the UN in another coat looking amazing, right, with her bun and um, she and Harry, they went to uh, the UN to meet the, um, the US ambassador to the UN. And that would be Miss Linda Thomas Greenfield, Ambassador Thomas Greenfield. And it was great seeing those photos. Just because Harry and Meghan, they certainly can. And why, like, why wouldn't the American Duchess, who also did work on behalf of the UN and has spoken? Given speeches for uh, events and things related to the U.N. Like, why wouldn't she be able to go into the U.N. And, and speak to the ambassador? Both of them are global ambassadors. Harry, I don't care how you try to slice it. I don't care how you try to take away his titles and whatnot. He is he's a global ambassador for his country. Right. They may not want it to be so today, but now that he is no longer living in his country, he's a global ambassador in general. What, like, why wouldn't they be able to show up in New York City and and like just walk into the UN and 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 meet the U.S. ambassador to you? It's like these people's anger is blocking their ability to use their common sense. And I hate that for them because you know they could really be helping to make a difference in the world, but no, they choose otherwise. But yeah, Harry and Meghan, that's not stopping them. And I loved that. And when they came out of that meeting with the, the UN and U.S. ambassador to the UN, Miss Thomas Greenfield, we saw their their little laptop cases, and we saw the one that said um, "Aren't you, Papa." But I bet Megan says Lily's mama. I just, I mean, I'm going to believe that until the day I die. (laughs) Not that it's that big of a deal. But I I just would love if her said that. Um, But they both had their laptops, you know. I'm sure they had some things they wanted to discuss. And, you know, and for people saying, well, you know, well, exactly how much could they accomplish? You're not in the room. You're not in the room. Just like Harry and Meghan released their statement about being in the room, you're not in the room. So don't worry about these people and what they're accomplishing. They're accomplishing something. And one thing Harry and Meghan are going to do for you, baby, they're going to give you the data. Yep, they're going to show you their impact. So just sit tight and you will see what they're accomplishing in these rooms. And speaking of that statement, Harry and Meghan released their statement after that meeting with. Ms. Thomas Greenfield, saying in this room, we had a number of the foremost leaders on public health, pandemic preparedness, scientific progress and community building. Today's meeting was a much appreciated opportunity to learn from some of the most respected experts who are working tirelessly to end this pandemic. Building on ongoing conversations we've had with global leaders over the past 18 months, today further reinforced our commitment to vaccine equity. We're so encouraged by the spirit of collaboration we heard throughout our conversation and are eager to do our part. Yes, sir. And one thing about Harry and Meghan, they're going to stay on target and they're going to stay on topic. They came here to discuss this primarily vaccine equity taking part in the global citizens festival and this is not like it's out of thin air like it's not out of the blue they have always ever since the vaccine pretty much came about and you know because i don't know if a lot of y'all remember rich people were getting them first right rich people well-connected people we're getting them first and as with anything we see in the world that's that's good (laughs) or like in the economy that's going to be beneficial to anyone it's like it kind of starts from quote, quote unquote like the top down everything trickles down and what Harry and Meghan are saying is no that's actually not right and I'm sure so many other people are saying that as well and have been saying it but actually this should be across the board everyone should have access to it just like everyone should have access to like clean air and good food, like your basic human right to live a life as healthily as you can and to not be left behind, certainly by science, because science, you know, the science that went into the vaccine, that's really to benefit any and everybody. So if you can catch COVID, you ought to be able to get the vaccine. And I think that's what Harry and Megan's ultimate point is. And that's just called vaccine equity. So if anybody can, in which we saw with Vax Live, how many vaccinations were uh, donated, how much money was raised in order to uh, get, like, say, folks in India, for example, because that outbreak was happening at the time over there before this one (laughs) over here in the southeast where I am in America um, happened. And we have other fools over here that kind of prevent everybody from being vaccinated because fools just don't want to get vaccinated over here a lot of people Uh, a lot of it is coming down to politics but that's neither here nor there Harry and Meghan when they put their effort behind this they can garner the attention that something as important as this deserves and they do and there's something powerful in the fact that they know they do that's why they can command someone like Like we were saying before, the governor, the mayor, the UN ambassador. This is important, folks from the World Health Organization. We are trying to figure out why nobody else in the royal family. Y'all stay talking about this ain't no real royal visit and they ain't no real royals. What the hell are the real royals actually doing besides play play caring about somebody's health and somebody else's well-being? Girl, why aren't they in the conversation you know what I mean this is why I will roast them every opportunity every opportunity I get because that's what they deserve because if they're the ones with the power and the taxpayers funds and you know the influence and the the class and you know the authenticity when it comes to royalty which really that shit ain't earned so ain't none of it really authentic girl but if they're the ones who have all the, you know, the influence, then why aren't they using it? Why are they using their energies to compete with Harry and Meghan instead of saying, you know what, actually, you know what, that is a good idea. What can we do to make sure everybody in England who might not have the vaccine or have access to the vaccine or, you know, may have gotten misinformation about the vaccine, what can we do to make sure they're vaccinated and that our population and our, you know, partners in the commonwealth commonwealth countries what can we do to make sure that everyone has access to this basic human right they ain't doing none of that because they don't give a fuck about none of that they do not care you know so when the british press is not you know trying to bop harry and megan over the head for actually going out here and you know actually leading with compassion and making sure their actions are compassion driven, which is kind of like their, their R12 logo. When they're not doing that, they're just blowing smoke up, you know, Will and Kate and you know, Charles's butt. And the Queen, of course. Because shouldn't they be calling for the Royals to, to do more things like this? Like the the very media that's bashing Harry and Meghan in England? yeah they should so should the people who are funding their lifestyles all these helicopter rides you know all of these trips and things that they these these tours that they do in Scotland that are just duds and flops and failures ain't nobody doing that they should be but again all of their attention is focused on the true royals in the scenario which are Harry and Meghan and that just is what it is I guess but I'll tell you what else it is it's a real shame But as I always like to say, that ain't none of my business, especially these days when Harry and Meghan are really just feeding us so much quality content. And it's beyond content, though. It's actually them setting the bar so high, not just for themselves, but for everybody else who happens to look on. You know what I mean? And especially for celebrities and royal folk alike who who fancy themselves philanthropists who... And and some actually are legitimate philanthropists. In fact, there are some celebrities who are better at philanthropy than the royals and all they do is visit charities all day, every day. That's the job, right? That's the job that they said that Harry and Meghan couldn't do part-time. And here they are doing it bigger and better. But I digress. So Harry and Meghan visited... On day two of their tour of New York uh, the PS 123 Mahalia Jackson uh, school first of all what an adorable visit um, it's just something about kids and Harry and Megan and you know what else I notice about kids really kids of all ages from high school like we saw at the Robert Clack school the last school that Megan visited in England before coming back to America full-time Uh, to just kids in of course in the southern africa tour uh, as well as the Oceania tour and over here in america it's just something about kids of all ages they just they are so drawn to harry and megan and it's I don't know. It's something in their nature, isn't it? Because we don't see that translate to all the other members of the royal family of a similar age. Just saying. Um, And kids know. Kids know. And of course, they're highly visible, you know, but we see that no matter where they go, whether they're in Harlem or whether they're in Johannesburg, kids are drawn to them. Um, And I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think it's also beautiful that Megan got to read her book to the kids and to Harry, (laughs) which is really cute. Um, And then also. The adults, the teachers there, you know, just the cute little calling out saying, hey, you know, we we like hugs, too, because all the kids, you know, they ran around, they hugged Harry. You know, they gave Megan a bear hug. And these are the things that you just can't fake. And this is why. Just the average onlooker says to the royal family, you must be stupid that you had all of this. You literally had this in your possession. All right. Rightfully or wrongly, you had it and you let it go because you thought the royal brand was so strong when really the brand is what Harry and Meghan are bringing to the to the table. And I love it for not just their fans, not just for them, but for the people who stand to benefit from their work that they get to fully own who they are. So take this school visit, for example. We know Harry and Meghan, particularly Meghan, has that very meaningful partnership with Procter & Gamble. Well, listen to what they did. Harry and Meghan and Procter & Gamble, they partnered to stock the Mahalia Jackson school's pantry with free of cost products to help families take care of their personal health and hygiene and maintain clean and healthy homes. Now for a lot of you guys who may or may not know, but this, this is probably the same for any large city. There are a lot of people and that includes children. And especially in a city as expensive as, as New York city is where every single neighborhood including but certainly not limited to harlem are being gentrified so that means the price for basic necessities over the last decade just through the roof probably be beyond a decade but the need for cost-free supplies which you will find at a lot of schools um, for families or you know even let's say single parents that have two and three jobs that's critical. So think about all the types of things that Procter and Gamble can contribute to a pantry that students and parents can access at a school like that. So I I just found that so meaningful because it's something that somebody can access today, like right now. But also, Megan personally donated reading nooks to Graham Wyndham nonprofit locations across New York City to support families' access to books and encourage at-home reading which is also critical in especially elementary school. Um, and that says a lot because she's been very, very vocal about how much Archie loves to read and how, as she said, he has a voracious appetite for books. And um, it's something all kids, all families should have access to, especially at an early age. So, um, again, very meaningful. And then also, in addition to that, Harry and Megan they left the donation of vegetable and herb planters for the school in response to a need for easier access to fresh and healthy food in the community. Again, easily and readily available and creating positive impacts for any person or kid or family who chooses to access those things. I absolutely love Harry and Megan. Every time I think I can't love them more, I just do because they always remind me of how thoughtful they are. And again, it's an example to any and everyone who is looking for a way to be more thoughtful in their life. Like that's easily something that any of us could do in our respective communities. And Harry and Meghan continue to show us the importance of simply knowing your surroundings and filling a need where you can. I love that. And just to pivot, can can we just talk about how phenomenal Megan looks in Burgundy? Somebody put together and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find who it was, but somebody put together, I believe it was Kendall, a picture of Megan in all the burgundy outfits she's worn. From even before being royal to being royal to now being, you know, Madam Duchess. You feel me? Um, And she just looks great. I mean, it is a great color. I mean, I I remember Michelle Obama most recently wearing um, a color, that color head to toe, obviously, in the inauguration. Um, But boy, that's Megan's color. Like, she likes that color a lot. Because when you really look back at all the times that she's worn it, it's been a lot. Um, and she looked great. The girl looks gut. She looks gut. I hope she stays at this weight. I ain't gonna lie. She's probably gonna slim down because I feel like, I think naturally she she probably will. But I love her at this size. She looks good. She looks good. And Mama ain't trying to hide it. You feel me? Like she knows she's serving looks. So Megan had on an oversized jacket and wide leg trousers from Loro Piana. I hope I'm saying that right. I had never heard of them, but I looked at the price and they are out of my price range. Way, way out of my (laughs) price range, but I don't care. She looked great. Um, And very in with the season, you know, it's autumn now. And let me tell you, if you have never been to New York in autumn, boy you are missing out I mean it's honestly the best time of year <laughs> and I am not exaggerating this is this is my personal view uh but Megan strikes me as a person who loves autumn And so um great color choice for her and then also how about the uh, the I guess they were probably the administrators everybody looked great like I liked all of their dresses <laughs> and Harry Harry seems strangely, underdressed uh but you know that's harry that's fine but you know it really just seemed like everybody had a great time and i really enjoy how friendly and just happy the press seems to be with them on this side of things um and it's i mean who cares about the press but they're not antagonistic the way that the others are i don't know if you guys remember when when they were on the south africa tour and harry put out that statement saying you know you guys are so two-faced basically you know y'all see how she is here at the tour and you know she's the same person but y'all acting like y'all are best friends and then as soon as we get back to england y'all write a whole bunch of gossip and mess and and lies about my wife it's nice that megan is not around that type of press anymore and whatever information they do get about whatever Harry and Meghan do over here is secondhand or it's through whatever channels they have to go through in order to get you know the either the the information the pictures what have you but Harry and Meghan aren't having to be face to face with a bunch of snakes and it it actually you can tell you know, because they feel a little bit more, at least especially on the second day, a little bit more at ease. Now, I know a lot of people were saying well, more than a few, but not necessarily in a bad way that they felt that Megan was. And I even saw some comments on TikTok that they felt that Megan on her first day was a little, you know, timid or um, just kind of just very tentative, you know. And I would imagine that's to be expected. I mean, this is her first real um outing in public like a fully public outing after quite a while it's been a while and she knows everybody's watching her every move making every judgment and fair or unfair um and then also you know like they talked about their security we don't know they in this huge city we we just don't know so i'm pretty sure a lot of thoughts were going through their head but they definitely and especially megan she seemed a lot more at ease today and that probably had a lot to do with the vibe and the energy of the school as well um and then just being able to settle in and just kind of have your first day behind you that makes all the difference i think um but either way knocking it out of the park the way they do and then later on Friday, Harry had a meeting and then they went to a local restaurant in Harlem supporting small business, Black owned business, Black female owned business. So let's get into the details. Harry had a meeting with the president, again, another president <laughs> of Angola, who you may remember he last met when. They went on tour in Southern Africa. He went to Angola alone. Archie and Megan stayed back in South Africa, and he met the president then. In this visit in New York, they discussed environmental issues as well as Angola's continued demining efforts. As you may remember, Diana was truthfully the first royal, by that time she was an ex-royal, but to actually focus on landmines and the harm that they do across a lot of countries. Some people may be wondering why did he meet this president and why is that president in New York? They um, are having the General Assembly at the U.N. uh, And that's why he's there. But the U.N. is in it's also in New York City. So good for Harry, man. I got to say the guy is a true statesman. He's a true statesman. And he, you know, he's so natural at it. And I know he wants to continue to do work and, um, you know, extend philanthropy, continue to extend philanthropy uh, in places like Angola and, you know, Lesotho and pretty, pretty much all of the places that he's been uh, and particularly where he's spent a lot of time. And then we got word that Harry and Megan stopped by Melba's and reportedly Harry tried chicken and waffles for the first time gotta say that kind of surprises me (laughs) given that he's in california where roscoe's is but i get i get it you know it's a pandemic hadn't had a chance to to get to to roscoe's but that being said shout out to harry (laughs) for for trying chicken and waffles and i like the hashtag they use on their their uh tweet sweet potato hugs now i know he had to have tried some sweet potato pie by now please god um i've never had melba's but yeah, looking at the menu, it looks pretty good. Now, they stopped by there after leaving the Mahalia Jackson School, PS 123. And they also donated $25,000. A Very generous indeed. And that $25,000 actually goes to helping Melba's restaurant's employees who are affected by COVID-19. Because it's easy to forget that we're still in the midst of a crisis, right? Um That's incredible because, I mean, really in the long run, that's going to do a lot to help to make sure that Melba's makes it through the pandemic and stays in business and continues to feed the community. Again, it is a small business, one that means a lot to Harlem as a as a neighborhood in New York. And then also the families impacted by, you know, folks or employees that can't work due to COVID. So. Um, Shout out to Harry and Meghan for that. Shortly after they left the restaurant, Melba's Twitter um, account tweeted the following. It was such an honor to welcome Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, to Melba's. The team and I are so thankful for their visit and their commitment to donating $25,000 and hope to welcome them back soon. Hashtag sweet potato hugs. I love that. Sweet potato pie hugs, actually um i love that and she is so beautiful uh Ms. melba there's a picture that i'm looking at i'm gonna put it in the video um oh my god i i love this i love this everybody when they go to harlem they they try to go to sylvia's well especially the tourists right because that's the one they they've heard about uh i mean people have heard about melba's too but i say go to both of them like hello but uh I, I actually love that, and then apparently Prince Harry likes collard greens because Mama Doria makes collard greens, <laughs> and that's right, Mama D. Throw down in the kitchen. See, I knew she, I knew she was cooking the good stuff. You feel me? And apparently, somebody overheard Harry saying that that's his favorite. Yeah, they don't make that in they don't make that in England. Not like that. They don't make that in the palace kitchens do they i don't think so i love it <laughs> i love it you feel me uh he he truly is the fresh prince and that's fine you got your prince and i got mine you feel me but i i love that <laughs> raise them right mama d raise them right <laughs> but uh no i i like that they're they're actually and i like that you know i was gonna say i like that they're reaching out to businesses and they're not just doing the global, uh, citizens festive, you know, festival and all of that. And then hopping back on a plane to go to LA. I like that. Harry is seeing a different side of, of New York that he might not have really had time to see when he was, uh, last there in 2013 or even had anybody on his team to actually allow him to <laughs> see that as a possibility of a place to go even though I don't know why not because Diana also went to Harlem when she you know went to uh New York by herself that time so uh, and I'm sure that that might be that might play a part um in their decision to actually go to Harlem and as a way to to also honor Diana as well uh because if you think about it now I don't know how much of it from the crown was actually True or factual where where Charles was basically telling her, you know, well, you can't do it on your own. You can't. uh, You're going to make a fool of yourself, you know, and she didn't believe in herself until she got the love from the people. Well, this is kind of that as well as in like in a in a weird sort of way it's almost full circle because that's kind of what people were telling Harry and Meghan you ain't gonna be able to do it without the royal family backing you you ain't gonna be able to do it without no tax dollars you ain't gonna be able to do it without us funding your security and look here they are the talk of of the world really uh as far as royals go because they are the royals over here and I just love that it's working the way it is supposed to work because the people who put in the work should get the reward. And I don't really see nobody putting in no meaningful work as far as Royals go, besides Harry and Megan, like meaningful, right? Charles is trying to get from under, you know, cash for access accusations and, and rumors and rumblings. We already know about Andrew. the other ones we know they flops you feel me um and the queen is old so you know it's it's harry and megan doing their thing not paying the rest of them no mind and still doing the work that they want to do that is the best case scenario and i'm I'm just really so happy for them so really now in their new york trip at the end of because i'm actually recording this on friday so now tomorrow and I'll try to get this episode out before then, Uh, but tomorrow is the actual main event that they came for uh, where they are making an appearance and they're advocating and or uh, letting the world know the importance of vaccine equity. And, of course, all kinds of people are taking part in the Global uh, Citizens concert, you know, all the names, the biggest names, um, are going to take part just kind of sort of like the the Vax Live as well and I look forward to to watching it all play out I don't know how it's going to be in terms of the number of people I know it's going to be in Central Park I don't know how they're going to decide <laughs> how many people and how close they can get because usually Global Global Citizen is like jam-packed jam-packed all the time uh, but this is a new you know sort of era that we're in Um, but we'll see I know I'm going to be watching I know you guys are going to be watching and I'm just so proud of the way Harry and Meghan continue to carry themselves and the work that they do will continue to bless people beyond their lifetimes you know and they're setting such a wonderful example uh, for their children and you really can't ask for much more than that and so with that that is about all i have for today uh, i hope some of you guys that um, were looking for your time magazine with the Harriet megan cover i hope you got it i didn't get the magazine but i did order a um a wall hanging <laughs> with the cover that was definitely an impulse buy but i'm glad i got it because i like it um so yeah hopefully you you got the the magazine i don't know how if they're you know you can just buy them anytime or is it like like a limited amount of time but let me know in the comments and also let me know you guys obviously you will let me know your thoughts about you know just the events from the past couple of days you know we finally got to see Megan again you know we saw so many people <laughs> just saying oh my god I miss Megan because we miss Megan the most you feel me I miss Megan oh you know I, I wish she wouldn't just make an appearance and um, then we got the news of them being involved with the global citizen. So that was, that was, it's just great to finally see them. Um, and I can't wait to, to see you guys, um, live tweeting the, the global citizen concert as well, um, for at least for part of it. Cause I probably won't be able to watch the full thing. Um, you can find me on all the places. Like I said, I am mostly on Twitter my handle is at Megan Mood and yes, I'm coming back to TikTok. I really hadn't posted since before my sister got COVID, but I'm about to post. Cause I, look, I got some more content. So why not? <laughs> um, on TikTok, you can find me at Sussex, Sussex Mood. So Twitter, Megan Mood, TikTok, Sussex Mood. And then on Instagram, you can find me at Sussex Set. Definitely just drop a line or two and say hi. I would love to. Uh, just hit you guys back. A special shout out to my patrons and channel members. You guys are the real MVPs. Love y'all. And of course, if you're new to the channel and you like, you know, the conversations, the topics, the comments, feel free to subscribe. You ain't got to, girl. But do what you want to do. Either way, we're going to be here. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to all of the other wonderful sussex channels you feel me and podcasts um i tend to release my podcasts the day of releasing the youtube video so you can definitely subscribe on spotify and itunes you can just find it at sussex set or not at but you just type in sussex set and it'll come up um but there's a lot of great channels on youtube you know i believe henry the eighth has started one you got royal sussex you got you know sussex global you got the sussex squad podcast you can find them every sunday uh you know i don't know i feel like i'm leaving somebody out you know you got megan's world it's just so many so much good sussex content and i just live for it because for a while it was hard to come across anything other than something negative about Megan. You know what I'm saying? Megan and Harry. So uh, definitely showed him some love, too. And oh, one more thing before I go. I wanted to mention that there is a giveaway. I meant to do a giveaway at 15,000 um, subscribers. And by the way, thank y'all because, child, I was geek when I got 1,000 really about a couple of hundred, five hundred, just because it's just kind of like, wow, that's a lot of people. But yeah, I wanted to do a giveaway and I'll give you a little bit more information about it. It's probably going to be more so like a 20K giveaway now, um, but either way or bet- or before 20K, it really doesn't matter. But I want to give away about five copies of a coffee table book that goes to benefit the charity waves for change. Remember when Harry and Megan went to visit that charity and they were all the little kids with the surfboards and the, and the wetsuits and they were doing the meditating and stuff like that. Um, and that charity helps kids who are, um, who have a lot of ACEs, you know, adverse childhood experiences and just allowed them to cope and, and find healing, you know, where they can. Uh, but it's such a beautiful picture book. And I just came across it almost randomly, but I also followed the charity, So maybe that's how I came across it. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I would love to bless other people with this book. And so uh, I'll, I'll give you guys more information about it, but definitely be on the lookout for that. And um, it, it, it goes toward the charity itself. So that's really kind of uh, the purpose and the point, just because I want to be able to kind of do two things with that but then I also just find it a beautiful beautiful book you know what I mean um anyway please take care of yourselves thank you guys if you made it this far thank you so much for just listening to me ramble a little bit and um you know I'm glad to be back you feel me (laughs) and so until next time peace I'm a bad bitch you can't kill me kill me